Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back. Uh, Droid Life Show today, episode 177. It is Friday, June 29th. Uh, I'm Kellen. With me is Tim. Tim, say hi. Hey, guys. How's it going? Tim here. So thanks for joining us on uh, this fabulous Friday. We had last week off, but we got tons of stuff to talk about this week, uh, including like Note 9 dates and uh, Pixel 3 renders. Motorola has an announcement coming up. There's actually uh, quite a bit of stuff going on. And OnePlus gave us like an update schedule, which is something few people do these days. Uh, But we also have Trivia, which is back again. And uh, sponsor for this week, which you can actually see on screen in the uh, corner there. Actually, there's a Droid Life logo over it on YouTube. We'll have to fix that for the next show. Um, Meter. Uh, if you guys don't know who Meter is, uh, they make a it's it's a smart meat thermometer. So Tim's. I know this might sound kind of random to you guys, but Tim's actually reviewed this thing, and it's like, do you want to explain? It's like a Bluetooth meat thermometer with a smartphone app and all of this stuff, right? It's probably one of the greatest inventions ever, especially for me. Like I'm not a professional meat barbecue or griller or anything like that but with this thing i am now a champion and everyone wants to come to my house i can cook you the fattest tomahawk (laughs) ribeyes and all that good stuff so we actually discovered these guys at ces this past year and i was like yo man uh i gotta check this thing out so they finally sent me one out i reviewed it and it's really great so it's bluetooth powered gonna hear room room uh bluetooth powered you stick it into the meat throw it on the grill and then on your phone you can see the exact temperature an ambient temperature so it's really great for those uh for those barbecues or grilling on the stove whatever you're doing uh it's a great product usually costs 69 bucks but we have five of them to give away today to our trivia prize winners so at the end of the show we will have trivia once again and uh, for those who aren't familiar, we do five questions. We'll, we'll talk more about it at the end, but we do tri- trivia at the end of most shows these days. And yeah, Meter was kind enough to give us five. So everyone gets one. So if you're a griller, cook, whatever, it's actually a pretty sweet price. So uh, let's dive into topics, though. So the first one is uh, Galaxy Note 9. We have an official date, August 9th. Uh, Samsung announced an event. They showed an S Pen, I mean, Note 9 on the 9th kind of makes sense um this was a rumored date so it's not that surprising but they made it official sent out invites uh will be there to cover the event the note 9 also went through the fcc this week didn't really reveal much but it's there so that that actually happened before they announced the event so uh i don't really know what else to say about it we've we've seen cad renders of this thing so we kind of know what it looks like like it has a fingerprint reader on the back there's not one embedded in the display or something like that like we keep hearing um we think the battery size might be huge. Um, it's going to be a note and it'll have a pen. Uh, the pen in the picture that they showed is like this weird, I call it urine gold, but it's like a yellowish gold. I don't know what they'll call. They always call it like, it's always like midnight black lilac purple, right? So urine gold. Um, I don't know if that means it's just going to have a miscolored pen. Like, do you think we're going to get a black note nine and then the color of the pen will be different or something? Is that how they're going to like differentiate? I don't really get it. I really want to see some like flamboyant colors, like something bright and shiny. Like, do that's you just think I we'll get so- like this color, like a yellow note? That'd be cool. It'd be kind of cool, down. actually. Give I'm me a red too. one. Give me a bright green, like something different than these off purples and the blacks and the blues whatever i'm bored yeah i'd be down for that too uh so we don't we don't really know anything i mean like we can you know guess on specs and things like that but all we know for sure is that august 9th 
in, it's in New York, right? Yeah, in New York, Note 9 will be unveiled. Uh, they could show off a new Galaxy Tab. The Tab S4 also stopped through the FCC this week, and the Tab S line has always kind of been their higher-end tablet line, so that could show up there. Uh, there was something else I thought that might show up there that had been rumored recently, and now I can't... Oh, a new watch. Don't we think they might show off like a new watch or something like that? So... Uh, yeah, it should be a fun little event. Like I said, we'll be there to cover uh, whatever shows up there. Have you started to get any more excited about the Note 9 since uh, those renders dropped? I mean, if we get some cool colors, I'll be excited again. But it's <laughs> just, just if we get like, cool colors. Yeah, but like if it just looks like another Note 8, right, with a few changes in specs, I mean, it's kind of hard to be super excited because we know exactly what that phone's about, and it's an S Pen, whoop-de-doo. I don't know, I mean... Give we me know some what cool the experience we'll is going to be. Yeah, we know what the software exactly. is going to be like. Yeah. Exactly. I guess we'll see. Maybe there'll be something new that we just aren't expecting. Probably. I doubt it. Probably not. <laughs> Maybe we'll be excited when we get there. All right. Uh, Motorola, though, did announce this week that they are hosting an event, or at least they have something to announce in Chicago at their headquarters on August 2nd. So a week before Samsung does their thing, Motorola has announcement. They didn't say like it's the next Z phone or anything like that. I think I think I'm kind of assuming it's the Moto Z3. Like we already have the Z3 Play, which is right here, which I'll talk about in just a little bit. Um, but we don't have the flagship version, the Z3. So I think that's what it'll be. Um, in their teaser, they said, "Mark your calendar, August second. We're making a big announcement at Motorola's HQ. Say hello to a whole new way to connect, stream, download, video chat, and more." And then when they reached out to us, they also said that this device will change the way people will use and interact with their phones. So maybe it's not a phone. <laughs> Could be just a mod or something. Well, so that's kind of what I'm thinking, right? Does that mean they have a new lineup of Moto mods or is it just a special Moto mod? I don't really know where they're going with that. It's kind of mysterious, which makes it a little more fun. I'm sure it'll be leaked. Um, any so, minute now yeah yeah i mean we have until august 2nd for that so yeah this stuff will leak within a, a week or two and we're gonna be bored by the time august 2nd rolls around <laughs> probably it is just weird that they never refer to it as a phone in any of the teasers they just say they have something big and then specifically in the email they wrote to us they said change the way people will use and interact with their phones so is it the 5G Moto Mod? But I can't imagine they would host an entire event just to have a 5G Moto Mod. Because a 5G Moto Mod, right, that changes. That's supposed to change everything, right, 5G? Maybe it's the 5G Moto Mod. That's the only thing I can really think. But there's got to be a phone along with it. You wouldn't host an entire event for a 5G Moto Mod. Yeah, I could certainly see it being 5G related maybe. But, I mean, a Moto Mod for sure. My money is on a Moto Mod. Yeah. Either way, August 2nd. Pushing mods still. Yeah, seriously, because we, I think like a few weeks ago or a month or so ago, didn't somebody say that Moto Mods were basically dead and they were going to stop investing in them or something like that? Who said that? I think Android Police did. I think they had a report that said like they were halting like, uh, I, I swear somebody wrote that, that they were basically like they were ditching, um, like they remember there was supposed to be a keyboard mod that never came out. Like they were going to stop mm-hmm. making a bunch. So who knows? It wouldn't surprise me either. I don't. I, except every time that I've talked to a Moto Z owner, they always say they they did it because of the mods. But I don't know how many of those Moto Z owners there are actually in the wild. So mods are like the selling point, I think, for that lineup of devices. 
Yeah, I mean, I hope they come up with something new. Although at this point, I don't know what else they'll do. I guess yeah. they can surprise us with a 5G <laughs> mod. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, so, uh, oh, Moto Z3 Play. I, I mentioned that. So Moto Z3 Play, I've had this guy in-house for about a about a week now, I think. Unbox- yeah, yeah, I unboxed it over the weekend. So I've had the Moto Z3 Play in-house. Uh, as I mentioned in my unboxing, this is just kind of one of those like special lines of phones that I always like. Even though it's not flagship, it's totally a mid-range line of phones. Uh, but it was the first phone that I ever we, we ever did a video review for was the original Moto Z Play. And then I also just happened to like that phone a lot because it had, like, I think it was actually almost two-day battery life. Like, and I'm not even exaggerating. I just remember it was the king of battery life. And then when the Z2 Play came out, I remember how disappointed I was because it they like reduced the battery and it wasn't quite as good. Um, so anyway, the, the Z Play has just been one of those cool lines because it has Moto Mod stuff, but it has like the clean Android and you can see the Moto Display stuff. Um, but it's always had really good battery life. Uh, and so I've played with this one for... Yeah, a week now, and it has like a fingerprint reader on the side, which I think is really cool. It has mostly an all display front. Let me just wake this bad boy up. So no fingerprint reader on the bottom. For Motorola, this is about as all display as it gets. Uh, Battery life wasn't excellent the first few days, but then last night I went to bed and barely remembered to take a screenshot of battery, and I was at like 43%, and I had like four hours and some screen on time which is kind of nuts. So it's, it's like, it's gotten better. Um, the first few days it was like three hours and you know, I was like, oh, I probably need a charger last night. It was for over four hours of screen on time and I had 40% battery left. So that's pretty good. Uh, the camera seems fine for a mid range phone. Like I didn't expect it to be great. The performance is okay. I think it runs a Snapdragon 636. Uh, I expected the performance to be a little bit better. Maybe it's just Twitter sucks, but Twitter is kind of janky when it scrolls. Um, There's just some other things that are a little wonky that I can't tell if it's this phone or just some of the apps I'm using. Um, I went with the on-screen home swipe gestures instead of the... uh, uh, the normal navigation layout. Cause I kind of wanted to get the Android P almost experience. Um, you can't swipe up like you can Android P. This is obviously Motorola's swipe back and forth, but so far I like the phone. Um, it's four fifty If you buy it at Amazon, there's like the prime exclusive one. And that's what this actually is, is the prime exclusive one. And it's probably the one you should buy, like save the 50 bucks, even though there's some Amazon stuff preloaded, like who cares, right? You're probably going to use some of that stuff anyway. If you buy it directly from Motorola, it's 500 bucks. It does work on all carriers. I've been running it on Verizon the whole time. I haven't really used any Moto mods with it, which is, I just like, there aren't any Moto mods that like really do that. I really need, like I I have the Bluetooth or the, not the Bluetooth, the speaker, this JBL speaker, but I have speakers all over my house and I'm at home all the time. So I don't, I just haven't used it. They don't fit your lifestyle. That's totally They just fun. really don't. And, you know, like the camera one, that Hasselblad one, we've talked about how crappy that is, so I won't use that. The Pico projector one sounds kind of cool, but isn't it like 360p or something? It's like terrible resolution. So none no. of the Moto mods really do much for me. It comes with a battery mod in the box too, by the way, which I have used. Uh, I don't know what to say. It's pretty slick looking. I mean, yeah, it's all glass, but there's no pattern on the back. It's just like a shiny blue glass. Oh, nice phone moto z3 play I'll, I'll probably have a review up for it next week but uh so far so good so if the z3 is anything like this that's a good sign and i think more phones should have this side fingerprint reader 
Yeah, you really it's, like that thing. Apparently. I really do, actually. I really do. It's not the fastest fingerprint reader. Like, it'd be nice if OnePlus did it because they do really fast fingerprint readers. But either way. Uh, all right, so let's talk Pixel 3 for a second, shall we? Oh, yeah. Pixel 3, Pixel 3 XL. So on leaks, teamed up with uh, my smart price, I think the site's called. And uh, cat with CAD renders of the Pixel 3 and Pixel 3 XL now. So if you guys don't know what that means, essentially uh, case makers, we always assume, get the schematics, basically, of upcoming phones. So they can make cases and have them ready at launch, basically. And so then people take those and create 3d cad renders that are recreations of the device so the cameras are in the right spots the buttons are in the right spots speaker ports all that stuff's in the right spot it has to be because these people are making cases so when that happens people take those renders and then leak them elsewhere and on leak seems to be one of the ones that always does that so they've reproduced these 3d renders on video and in imagery that shows what the pixel 2 xl or i'm sorry 3xl and pixel 3 will look like They look like uh, that prototype phone that leaked um, a few weeks ago over at XDA. Uh, And then people have obviously recreated renders from that. But they look kind of exactly like what we thought from that prototype. I'm still fine with these. (laughs) Are you still fine with these? Because we know a lot of people are really still super mad. Like People haven't warmed up. I keep thinking people warm up the more they see these. People aren't warming up. To the Pixel 3 XL, anyway. Right. I think it's hot. Like, I think it's hot, too. Call, call me crazy, but I you know, I kind of dig the notch. I, at least I appreciate that it appears that there's going to be two front-facing cameras. Hopefully some good facial recog 3D mapping tech. Super, uh, what was that movie oh, yes. with uh, Tom Cruise? Was that Minority <laughs> Report? Yeah. That movie rocked. Fantastic so, movie, yeah. <laughs> fantastic movie. Anyway. As for the phone, I mean, they look a lot like Pixel 2 and Pixel 2 XL. You just have a notch display on the 3 XL, and the Pixel 3 looks like a Pixel 2 XL. So I think yeah. people should be happy. And if you don't like the notch, by all means, don't get the Pixel, you know, with the notch. You know, get the Pixel 3. That looks like a fantastic phone. It looks like it's going to have the dual front-facing cameras, too. Yeah. It's got the slick curved display going on uh, around the display up at the uh, all the corners. It looks totally... These phones look good. Front-facing speakers. There should be no complaints coming from anybody right now. Unless well, you like, the, just, you're offended that the notch is there. I just... I, I think I'm surprised how offended people are at the notch. And again, we've, we've talked about this way too much on the show. But the notch thing was annoying because it, it was a copy... It seemed like a copy of Apple. It seemed like everyone's copying Apple. But it's never really been that offensive to look at, right? I mean, we've talked about this. As much as I've railed against people copying Apple, like I've talked about how the iPhone X doesn't like offend me in terms of how it looks. And so I guess I just don't I don't know. And and then the other point is that we've made a million thousand times too, is this is just what we're getting in 2018. Like this is just so I, I know then if if you don't like it, you just maybe skip this year, but is this really a deal breaker? Like, you know, everything else about the phone is going to be good. It's Google's phone. So you're going to let like this little design tweak where we're in this kind of crappy stage of getting to all display fronts. You're going to let that take away from the fact that you might be passing on the best phone of the year. 
I think that people were, at least I was really upset that people were sure kind of copying Apple or Essential or whoever, you know, uh, you know, what came first, the chicken or the egg? doesn't really matter. Uh, chicken is delicious. So you were getting these phones with notches and they weren't really doing anything like the iPhone 10 was doing in terms of facial recognition with freaking laser beams shooting right. out and all that. So I, I was a little pissed that we were still getting the same kind of antiquated Android unlocking tech and getting notches uh, while iPhone 10 was getting sweet facial recognition and notches. But now if we're going to have dual front facing cameras with some type of facial 3D mapping, at least that's something to go along with that notch. So this doesn't offend me nearly as much as say the G7 notch offended me or the one plus six notch kind of offend, you know, and by offending, I say, it was this really necessary. I don't know. Like I could have been fine with a top little forehead there, you know, or, or something, you know, but there's just sometimes companies do these things and I don't know if they think them out maybe a hundred percent or whatever, but this looks fine to me because we're going to get something for that notch. And even if you don't want the notch, but probably still want that tech that Google's going to introduce, get the smaller one, get the pixel three. Cause it looks like it's got the same thing. So I think this is a good year for pixel lovers good year for me yeah because last year the pixel 2 was not what we wanted the pixel 3 xl or 2 xl was but it kind of had some quirky design this looks like we've matured still the other thing too is they posted the dimensions for these phones and they're almost exactly the same size as the 2 and 2XL. So if you own a, a 2XL, you know what the size of the 3XL is going to be. You just get more display. And yes, you do get the ugly notch. But if you buy the Pixel 2, the smaller guy, it's the same size as the Pixel 2. But the Pixel 3 now has a bigger display because they got rid of some bezels. So you're probably going to have like a five and a half inch display, 5.3, 5.0, which is still a decent size display, except you don't have the giant. Well, I mean, you still have some top and bottom bezel, but not like last year. So you get a bigger display in that same size, small package. So if you don't like the notch, you can get the regular pixel three and you still have a fairly decent size, bigger phone. I mean, it'll be easier to handle with the same exact specs and all of that stuff without the notch. So, you, you have better choices this year than last year. Like last year, people passed on the Pixel 2 because, look, the bezels were giant, right? Top and bottom bezels were giant. People passed on it. This year, you don't have to pass on that. You can go with the smaller one if you hate notch. So I, I think like the choices look like they're going to be better this year. I, we just I, You just have to, you have to come around to just being like, look, this notch sucks. This is what we're getting this year. If I'm going to buy a phone this year... I mean, I hate to say it, but you just kind of have to deal with it. <laughs> if you're going to buy a phone this year. Because all this stuff will probably be gone. Like, 2019 is probably not the year of notches, I feel like. Yeah, I guess I don't... Well, I don't know. So, I mean, the next phone we're going to talk about, the Oppo Find X, is one of those phones that's trying to get us away from notches as quickly as possible. So maybe, like, maybe we'll get to 2019 and people will start ditching it. I don't really think so, though. Cause I think it's going to take a while and I don't think the compromises you have to make, like what we're going to talk about with Oppo. Like, I don't know if companies are going to want to do that. And should we just talk about the Oppo find X now? We'll just merge right into that. Yeah, sure. Oppo find X. So the Oppo find X, not to completely just run away from pixel three, we'll kind of circle back there. But so the Oppo find X is this phone that Oppo announced a week ago. Um, 
Initial media reports said it was coming to the U.S. We now know that's not coming to the U.S., but it'll come to North America, which probably just means Canada. Uh, either way, the Oppo Find X is a almost bezel-less phone on the front. Uh, the bottom, there's like this slight little chin. It's not that big, and if you're offended by it, just get over yourself. It's almost <laughs> completely bezel-less, and so there's no, no, there's nothing up top, including no front camera. And so what they're doing is kind of like Vivo did with that Next phone. Um, they have this slide-up mechanism. But doesn't the slide-up mechanism also house the rear cameras? It does, right? I think so. So it's front and back. It's almost about as clean as it gets. And there's is there no fingerprint reader either? So like the back is like 100% clean. Front's clean. Right. And then when you want to take a picture, it slides. Like the whole thing like slides up. It's not just a little pop-up camera. Like the whole back like slides up and then reveals cameras. It's pretty slick. At the same time, we've talked about how, you know, more hardware components moving is usually never a good thing. You're just asking for things to break. Um, But they are getting around having a notch. Like, there's no notch on this phone. It's as clean as it gets. And they didn't, you know, leave a chin at the bottom to put a front-facing camera like Xiaomi's doing. So... uh, Well, it's like a thousand bucks. It's not cheap. But it's got a Snapdragon 845 and 8 gig gram and lots of... And lots of storage and all of that. So, I mean, this is like as flagship as it gets. So what do you like? What, what do you, I don't know if we've ever had these general thoughts about what do you think about like moving parts and, and these workarounds to get to that bezel free. Like, I think at some point, aren't you going to have to do this? Like you can't have a completely bezel free phone. If there's a front facing camera, like you have to have room for that. Right. <laughs> yeah. I actually think the find X is pretty, pretty cool looking. And <laughs> I, cool I like, too. Yeah, I like the solution that they came up with. I know, you know, I get that argument that oh, more, more things for it to break. But I don't know. Our phones are already so fragile. Like, what's the, <laughs> this what's is true? The, the, not only that, like maybe you know, it's engineered probably to go up and down. Let's say like you know, fifty thousand times or a hundred thousand times. You know, things are always designed to go so many times before they break, and. People are updating their phones or upgrading their phones, you know, every year, two years. So I don't know, like it, as long as it lasts, you know, a year or two, then you upgrade. It's whatever. If it breaks, it'll be under warranty, I assume, of some Hopefully. kind. Uh, it's not coming to the U.S., so I don't know if us have to worry about it. But, you know, anyone else who plans on picking one up, um, it's something to think about. But I wouldn't be too concerned. I would just assume that no, it'll, it'll just work and it won't break. Um, if it does break, you have to realize that technology breaks and, or sometimes you get a lemon and you'll have to get a replacement and there's a lot of factors, but I'm not, I, I like it. That's my point. I like it. And I wish it was coming to the U S we initially thought it was coming to the U S for like a grand. And I was like, Oh yeah, now this is like some different stuff. Now we're talking. And then, uh, come to find out it's not coming to the US even yeah uh, so that was a little frustrating but uh, we could still hey, probably you know. try to import one or something but oh sure yeah but I mean I think what what I like about Oppo same. and Vivo so Oppo and Vivo I don't know if we've said this before but they're owned by the same company that makes OnePlus phones they're all just this giant corporation in China that just has like four or five different brands so Oppo Vivo OnePlus all owned by the same company. Just keep that in mind. But so Vivo and Oppo seem to now be companies that are trying to push the envelope a little bit. And so I, I mm-hmm. like the fact that they're taking some weird risks and look, they're getting their name everywhere for one. I mean, people are constantly talking about Vivo and Oppo at the moment. Um, I'm kind of cool with this, but 
I'm also not a normal consumer. Like I use a new phone every other month, just about right. So if I get a phone that has an extra moving part and it breaks, like I probably have another phone that I'm going to use. So, so I don't really count, but this is kind of exciting. And to see it in action, like some of the, the demo videos, it's instant. Like you open the camera and like this little thing just goes, like it just looks cool. And then you put the camera away and it just goes, it's, it's just kind of futuristic fun. It's different. It's taking a risk. It certainly gets us away from the notch that everyone's complaining about. It's very cool. But yeah, it's it reminds me of that phone that I think uh, Motorola may have made for the Matrix movies way back in the day. That kind of it just slides up to show the like, right. T nine keyboard. Was <clears throat> that a Motorola like, phone? Yeah. I don't know. I think it was. Um, it, it looked awesome. It was in the movie, right? And they did yeah. a big marketing thing for it. But that's right. It reminds me of that, and yeah, like you said, it it's just sort of futuristic looking. It's kind of like a statement, right? Like, I mean, there's no other phone that really kind of does that mechanically and just kind of pushes itself up. Like, that's sweet. Like, yeah. you usually have to kind of force something. So, right. I don't know. I think it's pretty cool. I wish I it was coming cool. here again. I'm a little mad at um, you know the people who said that it was coming to the U.S. and then decided to change that information and then be super sneaky about it. So, yeah. It is what it is. It's uh, I just, and I just think it, it looks really nice too. I mean, yeah, it's all glass it and, and all that, which I, I'm yeah, not a huge like a fan gap. of all glass, but yeah, it just yeah. looks it looks fancy. Like it just looks like something we've never seen before, which is exciting because yep. we just don't get that very often. It looks like this phone, honestly, the uh, Galaxy kinda does, Nine yeah. or Nine Plus, and uh, without anything on the back though, which is kind of crazy. I know it is kind of crazy. It's like it's concealing some extra toys, which is you just wouldn't expect from a phone. Right. And like you said, Vivo and Oppo, these guys are kind of innovating where other Android OEMs are. Uh, Vivo gave us that in display fingerprint reader that we right. saw at CES, which was totally awesome. The Synaptics clear ID. That was awesome. Uh, Vivo's got, or Oppo's got this going on. There's cool stuff happening here. I just, yeah, I feel like we're like in this, like in the U.S., we're so restricted uh, in terms of what we can buy. Where people over in South Korea and China and Europe, they kind of get more access to this kind of different innovative stuff. And so I'm a little jealous, but that's okay. Yeah, I feel like they're all taking risks while everyone in the U.S. is playing it safe. Everyone in the U.S. is just like, well, we're just going to do this notch thing because that's just what we do. We're not going to do anything crazy. Like these guys are taking a damn chance. Take a chance, man. It'll yeah. it, it, sooner or later it'll pay off. Hope Apple so. takes chances all the time. I mean, they get rid of headphone Dude. jacks. They, yeah, they those are notches. like those are weird chances though. Like getting rid of headphone jacks, changing their their proprietary ports all the time. Yeah, every year. Not of the iPhone 10 though. People for some reason, I think it's no. probably just because the damn price. Like Apple, I think found the spot where people were like, eh. And the notch is kind of weird. And uh, I don't know if I really want to spend that much. Yeah. So uh, anyway, so kind of coming back to the Pixel 3, if you don't want a notch, and we were talking about next year, is it going to change? I don't know, because I think, like I said, if you want a front-facing camera on a phone and you need some of those sensors and stuff, unless you can find a way to build them under the display... But even then, you're probably going to have some sort of notch. So I just, I don't know how you get around. You know, everyone keeps saying, like, we're working towards all display fronts. Well, you have to have room for those. I don't think we can get truly all display unless you do what Oppo just did. So I think you're either going to have notches for the foreseeable future, and maybe they'll just get keep shrinking down, right? Or you got to do something crazy like Oppo and Vivo are doing. 
So I guess people need to decide, do you want a notch? Or maybe people just are fine with some extra bezel up top, like Samsung does. Or like Samsung's phones are mostly all display. They just have a little top and bottom bezel. Like, would you rather have that or would you rather have the notch? I, 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 personally, I'd probably have what Essential did, which was just like a little a camera little, notch. Yeah. yeah, a little nothing. And There's it, a still like, about the best implementation, yeah. It looks sexy. Like, that's just the sexiest phone ever. Like, Essential killed it. And uh, yeah, R.I.P. And then they're going to go out of business or whatever the hell they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Really frustrating. Yeah. All right. But so yeah, speaking of OnePlus. Like yeah. So speaking of OnePlus, uh, they were in the news for two reasons uh, this week, basically on the same day. One, they announced an update schedule for how they're going to update their phones going forward, which is actually good news for everyone. And then the other thing they said is we're still working towards a U.S. carrier and it'll be a 5G phone when we do that. Do they say it could be next year or were they just no. saying like we'll be one of the first is kind of what they were saying, I think. When when 5G is like totally rolling on the U.S., <laughs> they'll be one of the first like to support it. makers of one. Yeah, because yeah, I'm sure they're working with Qualcomm, which I think we maybe already knew. Which um, they are, yes. Yeah. So, well, let's talk about that first. So, OnePlus said, this is the second time I think they've said, um, so they were at MWC Shanghai, and they said that, look, we're coming to a carrier. They didn't say who. They didn't say if it was AT&T or T-Mobile or Verizon. We, I would assume it's not going to be Verizon since none of their phones have ever worked on Verizon. Uh, but they are trying to get with a carrier. Uh, where it was newsworthy is the fact that they said, like, we're not going to allow bloatware. Like, it'll be a bloatware-free experience. Um, I, I don't know that I actually believe that that will happen. <laughs> I guess it depends on who they sell it through. If they go through T-Mobile, that could totally happen. There might be, like, the My T-Mobile app or whatever it's called. If they go through AT&T, I don't think there's any way in hell AT&T lets them sell a phone. Without a ton of AT, I mean Samsung, it's filled up. LG, it's filled up. The only one that's not is Apple. Everybody else has eight thousand AT, and AT is like the worst. I think they're worse than Verizon at this point in terms of their blower. Um, And then Verizon, I just don't think they'll go there because they've never supported Verizon. I don't know why they would do that now. Um, So I would assume if they have a carrier, it's going to be T-Mobile. Doesn't? Wouldn't you assume that too? I feel like T-Mobile's Des. I feel like he's played with OnePlus phones often too. Like. And obviously they work on their network, but I think that makes sense. Like Uncarrier, they do some different things. OnePlus, if they're looking, they kind of seem like that might be a good match. I can totally see it. And and that's, at least in my mind, would be the most probable destination yeah. for OnePlus. Um, if Sprint is not going to be around, um, oddly enough, I could see Sprint doing it. Like, you know, say that deal fell through or something. Um, I could see that just because Sprint does these weird exclusives. Uh, which is weird. That's <laughs> weird, but uh, yeah, T-Mobile probably, and, probably and I'd be fine with that. Yeah, and, and like I said, T-Mobile, if they want to go bloatware free, that would probably be exactly where they would have to do it. Yeah, um, as far as the f- too. yeah, they do have some bloat here and there, but I think it's much less, and I think they could get away with it there. Um, in terms of the five G stuff, like look when when five G is ready and people are ready to make five G phones. I think everyone that comes out with whatever Qualcomm's next chipset is and modem is going to have that. So I know that they're like, yeah, we're going to be one of the first. Well, yeah, but so is LG you and everybody. So else. is Samsung. Samsung will probably yeah. be before anyone is my guess, but so that that's cool. One plus, but yeah, everyone, uh, what I think is probably bigger news is their update schedule stuff. 
So in the past, OnePlus hasn't always been the best at updating phones. Uh, they've gotten better, though. So the OnePlus 2 was probably, is probably where they hit rock bottom. They were doing some updates, and then uh, they decided they just didn't really want to update that phone anymore. And I, I don't think it ever even got Nougat, which was not good. Like, it was supposed to get Nougat. They just bailed on it. They just said, like, look, we're done with this phone. It's terrible. No one bought it. We're just going to move on from it. That was the NFC-less phone, for those who don't remember the OnePlus 2. Uh, since then though, with the three, three T five, five T and six, they've actually gotten better. They've opened up beta programs. They let you test software early. They've pushed more security updates a little more regularly. And then the big updates they've pushed actually fairly quickly. I think the three and three T got Oreo, I think at the end of 2017, which isn't super fast, but it's faster than most guys are doing it anyways. What they announced this week is that going all the way back to the three, um, their phones will now get two years of regular software updates and then a third year of security updates. So the first two years are new features, new Android versions, uh, security patches. And then once those first two years are up, you just get security patches, which is kind of about what Google's doing, right? Aren't they doing two, two and an extra one? Correct. And I think essential announced the same thing. So, that's fine. The only difference between these and Essential and Google is these are bi-monthly. So they've committed right now to bi-monthly updates. So every two months, you should get an update. And that could be you know bug fixes, features, new features, obviously new Android versions of those come out, and then security patches. And then that last year is also bi-monthly. So with the OnePlus 3 and 3T, they said they're getting feature updates until November. And then they'll get one more year of security updates, which I, I think that's right. I think 2018 will be two years for the OnePlus 3. Yeah, yeah I think right. so. Is that right? Maybe. Um, so I'm always in the lab. Take a look. Yeah. So check the math. That's good news that they're trying to get on a schedule and sticking with it. Uh, we've seen companies do this in the past, like HTC. How many times did HTC say we're gonna we're gonna do these? What did they? What was the one? I think it was like the. The, it was that phone, it was like I, that iPhone clone, I think, that cheap, the A, what was it called? The A10, A11, what was that phone called? Oh, man, that's a good question. HTC, uh, A, I want to say it was like the A10, but that doesn't sound right either. Either way, didn't they say huh. we're going to push out an update within 15 days of Google doing it? The 1A9, that's what it is. Oh, Eric the 1A9. God yeah. damn it. Thank you, thank, Eric. Thank you, Eric, in the chat. So the one A nine, I'm pretty sure they said we're gonna we're gonna push updates this phone within 15 days of Google yes. pushing them. And, yes. Excuse me. So we looked. Remember, you and I started keeping track. Like a month in, two months in, we started keeping track, and uh, it's they 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 failed almost immediately. <laughs> And no one bought that phone. It was kind of a mid-range-ish phone that they randomly sold out of nowhere. Uh, but they they couldn't even keep up with it for like three months. And then they just bailed. And then that phone, they just stopped updating. Like, And they just assumed no one was going to pay attention or care. Um, so OnePlus, that's great that you guys want to stick to this. I just hope they do for everyone's sake. And again, they've, they've gotten better. So. I hate right. it when companies do that. They say, oh, yeah, we're going to update your phone super quick. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I just don't. Well, like, we're going to talk about it. LG and the V40 in a second. LG, right before the G7 launch, said, we have this new software upgrade center, and it's going to be awesome. And I don't know that the G7's even seen an update since they did that. 
I'm gonna look that up real quick. Didn't need one. It's the perfect device. <laughs> the perfect device. When did they announce no update, that? No updates necessary. Yeah, it's so embarrassing too. I wrote LG's taking software updates seriously now. It was such you a, need to it was stop such it a lie. I know every time I do something, the companies do the opposite. So the purpose is to deliver faster, timelier smartphone operating system and software updates worldwide. I honestly do not think the G7 has had an update, but somebody, I haven't somebody heard could of one. catch me on that. So, uh, yeah, so I don't know that LG's are sticking to that already. So they didn't even make it two months, it, three months. Is there an update for them? I guess just the monthly security patches? I mean, I don't know. I should ping LG and see if they've already abandoned that or not. <laughs> not good, though. I mean, that was like part of the up, announcement. Have yeah. you abandoned the G7? <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So anyways, uh, in terms of LG, the V40 rumor this week um, from Android Police said that the V40 will uh, it'll have five cameras. Woo! Uh, three on the back, two on the front. Uh, we don't really know what though, right? Like the breakdown of what those three on the back will be. Well, they believe they know for sure that what two of the three will be you got the standard wide lens and then an ultra wide lens. So like and we have now, right? Yes, like exactly. Doing. Like the same dual setup we've had, uh, except we don't know what the third will be. Um, I, you and me speculated it could be like something with a super zoom, or it could have a crazy high megapixel count, like on the Huawei P20 Pro that had a 40 megapixel sensor. <laughs> yeah. So it really could be. It could be monochrome. They could go the Huawei route or the different Huawei route. Um, we just don't know. But I'm excited about it. And the two on the front could be. I think doesn't the I don't have one sitting here. Does the V thirty have two cameras on the front? Or is it just one? No, nope. no, nope, just one. Okay, just one. I think maybe was it the V ten that had two? I swear one of the V phones had two, and then they moved two to the back, and then got rid of one on the front or something. I can't remember. Maybe the V twenty. I don't know. Here's the V twenty. I, I was one not of those a V fan until the V thirty. <laughs> I know you weren't. One of them I think had two. There it goes. Yeah, George says the V ten has. Uh, so the, yeah, so the only, maybe he has a V10. So, uh, if you put three cameras on the back, I don't necessarily have an issue with that. If you do it like Huawei did, like the P20 pro, it doesn't look that weird. Like you have the, obviously that phone kind of has an iPhone 10 ish style on the back where it's got the top left. Um, place vertical camera alignment it has like the dual sensor and then they had to put like the random third 40 megapixel sensor it looks a little weird but i feel like they did it pretty well i don't know that i trust lg to do a nice looking three camera sensor you don't like the robot o face like oh yeah i mean that's what we're talking about the robot over now it'll be a three-eyed robot o face or do they go triangle and put one below the i go triangle I would go, go triangle. triangle. Then it yeah. would really be a nice looking face. So I, yeah. I don't know, but the P20 Pro has one of the most ridiculous camera <laughs> setups ever. And people who tested it really, really loved it and thought it took some amazing photos. And some of the samples and stuff I've seen were great too. Um, <laughs> Sorry. People smack talking in the chat. I know. I see that. Like, Robert's like, Kellen, why do you have this? What do you mean? <laughs> I don't know. Apparently, you look like you haven't had a movement. <laughs> Do I really look like that? No, I think you look Maybe fine. Just, totally normal. Because I've never had anyone say that it looks like I need to go take a dump. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Thanks, though. 
Nice. Maybe he's a doctor. Maybe he's like he's looking out for you. It's like, dude, are you doing okay? You not had a movement. <laughs> anyway, I don't really know what to say to that. Uh, so yeah, if LG does it, that's that's fine. I, I still don't know that um, the uh, fifth camera is going to help them sell some new phones. But uh, yeah, good for it. Them. Won't. I, I don't um, really think so. Not until they do something drastic the- with that software and something else. Right. Someone actually mentioned that maybe they could combine uh, data from the front-facing camera and a rear-facing camera, make a 3D kind of camera going. Like That would be sweet. And we know LG takes their their video taking very seriously with all the software they throw in there. Uh, Not only that, um, but the Huawei P20 Pro is supposed to have an amazing like set of cameras like take some really good shots so if lg can kind of simulate that or recreate and offer that here in uh more accessibly on u.s carriers with the v40 that would be totally dope because we obviously know the p20 pro is not available on carriers in america yeah thank you so yeah eric ortiz in the chat says thin q to the rescue i like it because it rhymes very nice it does rhyme <laughs> one of my favorite things is people still using thin Q as if it's the word think. Like I still see people I, use it as yeah. it's as it's thinking. LG it's still not think people. LG still doesn't seem to understand why we think that it should be pronounced think, not thank you. It's one yeah. of the weirdest things of our time, actually. <laughs> it could be. Yeah, this is a yeah, like like you know homelessness in america or disease around the world like no let's think about thin q versus think and why lg decided to do that that's a depressing issue uh ben in the chat says i'd be happy with one great camera one zoom lens one wide angle i I guess i just i look at it as look at what google's doing with one camera lg is about to go three five deep (laughs) lg LG's got one camera. I mean, sorry, Google has one Go- camera on the back. It looks like they're going to put two on the front, probably for some facial recognition type of stuff. But they're, they're, the new phones, the Pixel 3 and 3X, are going to have one camera, and it's probably still going to be the best camera. So I, I, I don't think adding more and more and more cameras is, I think it just complicates things. I don't, I don't know why LG wants to do that. Do something else, LG. Well, you want to have the ability... You know the the flexibility with your phone to be able to take any kind of shot. So I can appreciate having the multiple cameras. However, when you do have Google just dominating just the standard shooting mode, and but you're still tacking on additional cameras, and then you're doing something wrong, right? You need a master that yeah, auto because LG's cameras aren't that great. They're okay. No, they're not. Yeah, they're okay. They're, they're okay, but they're not. They're not next level like Googs. Right. So unless you're doing better than Googs, then you can move on. Uh, a great guitar player uh, named Dimebag Daryl. He's passed away. Uh, he said, when talking about the difference between a six-string guitar and a seven-string guitar, he said, don't play seven if you can't play six. And Makes sense. that's that quote stuck with me throughout my career as a guitarist. And why are you doing more if uh, if you just can't master the, the simple one, the single one? So... Thank you, Dimebag, for that quote. <laughs> I could actually use it in the Droid Life show. That is awesome. Look at that in the chat. Somebody did super chat. Sergey Wayne Fellows with the two bucks super <laughs> chat. <laughs> and we said like a little ding or oh, notification dude. or something. Appreciate Hold that. I got, I got a whole bunch of toys. 
That's our first <laughs> one. That. Sergey, we appreciate that. That's amazing. Thank you, Sergey. Yeah, for those who don't know what Super Chat is, and we're not saying like everyone please donate to no. Super Chat, but Super Chat is this thing where if you do what Sergey just did and you donate a couple bucks to the chat, it highlights your name and all that stuff. But that's amazing. Thank you so much. I got a button. That was easy. Yeah. <laughs> it works. Anyways, yeah, thanks a lot. Thanks for the support me. on that. I don't know what we were talking about now. We were, oh, we were just talking about guitars and cameras. So, cameras. you know, if LG does that, it's fine. They, obviously, we've complained about how uh, LG has other issues, not necessarily adding more cameras. You know, the, you know, the V's, the stuff and thing line, and now uh, we're just getting more stuff. <laughs> That's true. More things. Yeah. I, I used to not understand the V line, but now the V30, like, I, I love the V30. So... I mean, Except I'm now it makes even less stuff. sense. Like the G7 is almost a V phone, right? They they put like it's got the quad DAC, it's got all the stuff. So there's not, and it even looks kind of like the V phone, other you know, except it has a notch. So I I don't know how they differentiate between those two now. It's kind of weird. That's going to be well. What's interesting? They say that this is going to have a notch. It's going to be a more kind of upscale G7. So I mean, the G7 is already yeah. kind of upscale. Scale, like it's glass right. and metal and all that. All like, is that stuff. a? Yeah, is that supposed to be a cheap phone? Because so the V will have not. AMOLED probably, like the V thirty. Oh God, I hope so. Please, no yeah. more LCD. LG, make it <laughs> yeah, stop. I'm not a big LCD fan either. That HTC U twelve plus I use on LCD, and I did not like it at all. It's so rough, man. AMOLED, but yeah, V forty eight forty five processor, you quad act dedicated Google Assistant button. I mean, oh, that's right. I'm sure Google it'll be great button. if you're a V series. Man, this this could be the one. I don't know. <laughs> All right, uh, moving out of there and uh, into Google Home stuff, Google Assistant stuff. Google Home possibly got its best feature in a really long time this week. It got, or was this last week? Either way, it got continued conversation. I don't know if you've used, utilized this at all yet. It is fantastic. So continued conversation for those who don't know what that is. Uh, it was announced at IO and you fire up your Google home and then you tell it a command and then it actually sits there listening to you for a little bit more in case you have follow-up commands or want to keep going and suggest other things or have it do other stuff rather than having to say, Hey, G O G L like over and over or okay, G O G right. Instead of having to say that and then it does a command and then you say the keyword, a hot word again to fire it up. And then you're yelling at it because it never hears you and you're yelling. You don't have to do that anymore. Now you just say it once the hot word, it fires it up, say, turn on my lights in this room. And then it keeps listening. And then you say, Say set a timer and then it keeps listening and then you say what's the weather like and it keeps listening you can keep going on and on and on and uh if you want to quit it then you just say cancel or thank you and now you know how like when you i don't know if you did this but when i first had google homes i always said like when it did something i would be like thank you google and it never responded to you well now you say that to cancel it and it actually says like just doing my job and things like that so it's kind of added to that uh, I would have used it, but of course Google Home was down this week. So for like a, you know two hours, so I wasn't able to try it. But I'm gonna get That's into true. it. Go down this week. Yeah, and in the chat, there's like a, something I really want to acknowledge, but apparently I'm not supposed to acknowledge it. So maybe I've said enough. I don't know. I'll, I'll give them the button but though. Everyone can that see it though, easy. can't they? I mean, can't everyone yeah. see that? I I think so. Thank you, Derek. I'm sorry for acknowledging it. Thank you, person in the chat who just 
did what we were talking about earlier with Super Chad, who doesn't want to be acknowledged. <laughs> <laughs> That's too funny. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, continue conversation. I don't know if people have been using it or not. Um, it's uh, it's fantastic. Like I, the other day, I was like, so often, like when we go get my son ready for bed, we go into our bedroom and kind of get him ready there before he goes to his bed. But we use some lights, and so I say, like, you know, Google, turn on the bedroom lights, and then we've often dimmed them at some point. So then I used to have to say, turn on the bedroom lights and set them to seventy percent, or fire them back up and change the percentage. Or now, like, I can just do two commands in a row, and even set some music too, like sleepy music, to make the child go to sleep. So. Um, anyways, it's very cool and it's rolling out now, although you do have to turn it on, I believe. So you have to go, yeah, you have to go into Google assistant settings, preferences, or go into your home app and go into settings preferences. And you'll see a continued conversation option. Just toggle that bad boy on. Yep. Yep. Um, all right. So, uh, in Verizon news this week, this actually seems like a really good deal. And I don't say that often about Verizon, but they're doing a prepaid promo right now for a limited time where they're doubling data of the of their prepaid data plans. And if you sign up for them, you get to keep that as long as like I think that plan still exists. I'm sure they'll try to run you off of it at some point because that's how Verizon works. But right now they're doing double data. So their $60 plan, which is normally 10 gigabytes of data each month, is now 20 gigabytes. So if you do the $60 plan, and that's unlimited, and I believe you can use that data in hotspot too. Either way, 60 bucks, 20 gigs, that's that's pretty good. Um, and I think after 20 gigs, they throttle you down to like 2G speeds or something. It's technically unlimited or something stupid like that. Either way though, 60 bucks, 20 gig. Uh, their $50 plan now is at 14 gig and the $40 plans at six gig. And then the $30 plan jumps up to one gig. And again, I don't know how long these are going for. They said it's a limited time deal, but if you sign up, you get to kind of keep it for, I don't want to say forever because nothing with Verizon is forever, but that seems like a pretty good deal. I mean, if you're a big data user, 20 gig, and I don't think they're prepaid throttle speed or anything like that. I think they're just normal LTE speeds. Yeah, don't ever buy life insurance from Verizon. Because <laughs> nothing is forever from that. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I'm trying to figure figure out if like the speed is full. I believe it's full speed data. It's gotta be. I know, but it's Verizon, so you just never know. But I don't see anything anywhere that says like hey, it's limited to eight, eight down or whatever. Like AT and T does with uh, cricket and stuff like that. Either way, if you want to get on Verizon prepaid. The only thing is you kind of need to bring your own device um, or you have to buy something outright. You don't typically get a due device payment plans, I don't think, with prepaid. So keep that mm-hmm. in mind. But like the Pixel phones obviously work. Unlocked Galaxy phones work. The Moto Z3 Play, this bad boy works on Verizon. So there's a lot of phones that work on Verizon now. The Essential phone. <laughs> Not that I would tell anyone to buy that at this point. It does work on No, Verizon. we actually receive we receive emails quite a bit asking us if like, you know, essential phone versus this phone. And typically we always go with the other phone because it's hard to recommend the essential phone at this point. It's so sad too because we talked so much about how much we there's pieces of the essential phone we really like and want to use it, but yeah, you can't. I would not tell anyone to use that damn thing. Do not buy one. And it's almost a year old at this point. And I know they said they're going to update the software for a while, but they're not making another phone as far as we know for now. So just don't, just ignore. Don't do it. Yeah. 
All right, in uh, other carrier unlimited news, AT&T also announced some new plans, two new unlimited plans. They are called Unlimited and More and Unlimited and More Premium. Oh, God. They are, for the most Stop. part, the same. Yeah, their names are really bad, too, just like Verizon's. Um, <laughs> they're, they're mostly the same as their previous unlimited plans, which I cannot remember the name of. Um, they started 70 and then 80 bucks for premium. But what we really care about is they also announced this new TV streaming service. So they have DirecTV now, but this is like their own. This is like the AT&T streaming service. It costs 15, 15 bucks per month and you get 30 plus channels and it's called AT&T Watch TV. Like see the name's stupid again there. I'm going to watch TV. Oh, okay. That's really clever, AT&T. Uh, 15 bucks a month. Uh, it's a pretty good deal, though. You don't have to be an AT&T subscriber. Like, if you just want to sign up for this thing, you can do it now. You just go to, I think it's attwatchtv.com or something like that. And you can sign up and get these 30 channels. There's no ESPN. So if you're a sports guy, no ESPN. I don't believe there's any local channels either. But there's like AMC, A&E, Animal Planet, HGTV, HGTV. Food Network. Comedy yeah, so Central. like YouTube TV doesn't even have Food Network, HGTV. Oh, Damn it, I might have to. There's the, um, if someone in the chat could help me out, or maybe you know, there's another service uh, through someone else where you can get, like, specifically those channels. Um, the Discovery, or is it, is it Discovery? Yeah, the Discovery, who, who owns HGTV, but there's someone else, and it's like $10 a month, I think, where you can access those channels. Um, either way, I can't remember the name, but because I absolutely love HGTV. And it's funny, like, as soon as you kind of, like, get older, you start loving, like, uh, redecorating shows mm-hmm. and, like, remodeling shows. I don't know what the hell's wrong with me. Or flipping with houses you. and all this stuff. But yeah. that and Comedy Central alone might be worth it for me at 15 bucks a month. I'll have to look into it. Yeah, it's, it actually seems like a pretty good deal. The, uh, the app's already out um, on Android. There's no Android TV app, but there is an Android app that I'm assuming has casting. But it's on iOS, Apple TV, Fire TV devices. So you shouldn't have any issues playing it. And yeah, it, it launched either yesterday, last night, or today. 15 bucks per month. Pretty good deal. Oh, and then if you get one of those unlimited plans I just mentioned, the TV streaming service is just included. So it's just a part of the service. I uh, I know it's called Philo, P H I L O. Yes, Philo. And Philo will get you forty channels for sixteen dollars a month, and it's all the channels that are included with Watch TV from AT and T. It's got mm. the the Nick, the MTV, the A and the HGTV, all that good stuff. Mm. So Comedy Central, it's the same exact package, but with more channels and for a dollar more a month. Mm. Still no so, ESPNs though for sports folk. No, no. This is like it's it's everything that's not included in those other packages. Yeah, like, eh, it's ridiculous. Yeah, the splitting of all of the channel packages thing, group thing, kind of sucks. I hate it, man. Like, how about you just let me give me maybe just give me the choice, right? Like, say there's every channel ever, and I can just add each one that I want and I pay per month, right? Some channels can cost more than others because they got to pay to license it or whatever from Viacom and whoever. Just give me that chance. Give me that chance. That'd be so awesome. Yeah. Uh, real quick, Dan Perkins in the chat says Android TV is pretty much dead. What? No. Wrong. No. That is that is fake news. <laughs> Dan Perkins, <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> fake <laughs> news. Definitely not dead. They're actually making a pretty big push for it right now. 
just pushed out uh, Android Oreo to Shield, but they're releasing other companies are releasing devices now with Oreo. Like I'm reviewing a Hisense TV that has Android Oreo already on it, loaded. It's one of the first devices. There's that. There's other TVs coming out that are going to have it preloaded. The Xiaomi Mi Box, I believe, just got it. It's not dead. It's just taking a while because they've instead of creating like standalone little hardware units, they're embedding it within as many TVs as they can. That's what Google's kind of trying to do. And there's going to be a whole bunch, I think, over this year. So, yeah, Dan, we we disagree with you. (laughs) I disagree. (laughs) But that's okay. (laughs) Still love you, Dan. Yep. All right, so uh, that's AT&T Verizon news. Uh, oh, and related Verizon news, Verizon's uh, really awesome streaming whatever video service, Go90, is uh, finally shutting down. On July 31st, the doors will be shuttered. <laughs> yeah. I think I opened Go90 twice. Once to just see what it was, and then the second time was when Team USA Soccer lost to Trinidad and Tobago, 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 um, which eliminated them from the World Cup because it was it was streaming on like a free channel on Go ninety that I didn't have on the streaming TV service. So that was the only time I use it, and like I think I cast it to my TV, and the picture was great. But that's still, that's like the only memory I have of Go ninety is one just to open it, and the other is like the US just completely falling on its face and not qualifying for qualifying for the World Cup. So yeah, Go ninety needs to die. Oh, maybe it's Go 90's fault. But- it is. Team USA is awful. Yeah, they 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 were awful. They didn't deserve to be there anyway. But so Go ninety is uh, it's finally dead. Yeah, Dean in the chat says he he never used it. He thought it was bloatware. It's because you're absolutely right. It, it was bloatware. It pretty um, much it, was bloatware. Yes. Yeah. So you were right. It was uh, it was an interesting product because. Verizon talked about it for, I want to say like two years. They say, we've got this new video service coming. We've got this video service. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing. And I think I always kind of went, what, what do you mean? It's going to be amazing. Is it going to be YouTube? Like, what are you, what are you trying to launch? And they just thought they had this pro. I don't know whose idea it was that decided to invest. Cause they invested a ton into go 90 and then they launched it. And I think we all just kind of went, this is the service that you launched that you've been talking about for two years that you thought was going to like make you loads of cash and all this stuff. Like this is it. Like who, which marketing person should be fired right now because of that. Anyway, it's gone. Well, it'll be gone July 31st. Rest in peace. Little guy. All right. uh, Final topic before trivia. A couple weeks ago, we talked about the Blackberry key Two, and I've been pretty harsh about the Blackberry key Two because I think, physical keyboard phones are stupid and a waste of time but so i ran a poll because i just like talking lots of trash about the blackberry key 2 and it's physical everything garbage about it like the key one that still doesn't have nougat by the way i don't think um we ran a poll to see if anyone was interested in physical keyboards i kind of kept it pretty generic i didn't just say the key 2 i just said physical keyboards and uh 57 of our readers said no and 43% said, yes, I may be interested in a physical keyboard. That's shocking to me. Is that shocking to you? Yeah, you people are weird. Like, weird as hell. Uh, I <laughs> thought it was going to be like 80-20. I thought it was going to be like 80. I thought it maybe even 90-10. I thought it was going to be like, no, I do not. Uh, anyways, uh, apparently not quite half, but like 40%, a little over 40% of our readers are actually interested in a physical keyboard. 
people are still living in like the droid four days, you know, and the OG, like they just, they are attached to physical keyboards. And I don't know why I think virtual keyboards are completely usable. Obviously like, you know, everyone in the world uses one. Now I think it's totally okay uh, that we ditch physical keyboards. Not for my desk. Of course I need like, you know, my mechanical keys and all that, but like, I mean, for a phone, come on, dude, we got to slim it down. It's a, it's a tool though, Tim. Sometimes your phone is just a tool. And a tool, a tool means physical keyboard helps. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Get out of here, people. Yeah, we don't agree with that either. <laughs> oh, Dean in the chat said, I think it has Nougat, no Oreo. That that actually might be it. It doesn't have Oreo yet. And it's Oreo's been out for almost a year. I think they were okay with security updates, though, so I'll give them that. But I mean, there's people in the chat that are like, no, there's something kind of cool about a keyboard. I reviewed uh, the key one. How did that thing only have nougat? There's well, I think no you, I think you reviewed it probably well before it was supposed to get Oreo, but I, I think they just started rolling out Oreo to the Canada version, <laughs> like the unlocked from the U.S. I don't think has Oreo, and it's probably who knows how much longer it'll be. Like that's embarrassing. It's a pretty clean version of Android, and it's like your one yeah. phone. Like how do you not update your one single phone? Yeah, all I did was a video review, and there's no way I'm watching that to find out if that's new. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, either way, though, uh, I was surprised. I thought that would have been much different, but there's some people hanging around that still want a little keyboard action. Good for them, I suppose. I mean, keep keep waiting. You never know. Maybe instead of notches, it'll be we're back to physical keyboards. Yeah, I just am not one of them. Uh, oh, somebody mentioned in the chat earlier that T-Mobile is finally rolling out RCS Universal Profile. Profile. So we haven't written that up yet, but yes, they... Uh, uh, what is his name? Neville Ray, their CTO, I believe. He uh, on Twitter was like, yeah, we're rolling out uh, RCS Universal Profile. Uh, it's starting with the Galaxy S7 and Galaxy S7 Edge. <laughs> so phones, that are, phones that are two years old are the first to get Universal Profile RCS. So uh, it's a big deal because you can talk to Sprint people. <laughs> using rcs and i think that's about it because verizon still hasn't at&t still hasn't and those two have committed to it but they've given zero timeline um so if you have a galaxy s7 or s7 edge uh you can rcs it up with some homies at sprint um otherwise that's it i I don't get why the galaxy s8 and and s9 they're obviously going to start adding phones to it it'll be this thing we'll talk about we'll let you know every time new phones are added to their list but uh yeah, for right now, they finally activated it only for the S7 and S7 Edge. <laughs> Those ones are two years old. Womp womp. <laughs> it's kind of weird. Kind of weird. So weird. All right, uh, trivia? Is it time? It is time. It's time. I don't know if you're doing the trivia dance. I'm doing the trivia you. dance. You're on a delay. <laughs> yeah, I am on a delay for you. Trivia dance. All right, uh, so trivia, we are going to kick it off. We do this at the end of every show. As we mentioned earlier, the folks at Meter, the uh, smart meat thermometer that Tim actually loves. We're not just trying to like sell this because they're the sponsor. Like Tim uses this thing. Like seriously, didn't like on Memorial Day weekend, you cooked like a tomahawk. Didn't you use that in it? Oh, absolutely. During the whole thing. And I've never cooked a piece of meat like that. That thing was like as big as my head. Yeah. It was massive. Like it was, you know, like the size of my arm basically. And, uh, and the, the ribeye itself was as big as my head and, you know, the bones sticking out and all that. It was gorgeous cut of me and slapped it on there, gave it some good grill marks. And then I stuck in meter 
and I just put it on the indirect heat of the coals and let it go for like 35 minutes. I watched the temperature to get that perfect medium rare uh, on my uh, phone because it's Bluetooth uh, operated and it was yeah. totally legit. It was like you and me have we've gone to steak houses. We've had yeah. good, good meat. This was probably the best steak I've ever had That's in my awesome. life. That's it was awesome. so good. And all thanks to meter. Cause I would have butchered the hell out of it if it wasn't. So yeah. Cause that's a tough cut to cook for sure. It's a big so, one. So anyway, meter, they, they sponsored, um, we've got five meters to give away. These are normally $70 smart meat thermometers, um, Android app, all that stuff. They tell you the temperature, you meet whatever you're cooking. So anyways, big shout out again to meter for, uh, supplying those, uh, it's trivia time. So for those who are new to trivia, we have five questions. We will give five, we'll give prizes to five winners. Uh, you can't win more than once. So if you win, if you answer a second question, right, you still only win once. Uh, how it works is though. We, we put a question up on the screen and shout it out. And in the chat, first person to answer correctly wins. And we go with what's on our screen. So if your screen looks different, Sorry, whatever we see on our screen is who wins. We try to keep this about as simple as possible. And that's pretty much it. We ask a question. First person in the chat to answer wins. After the show, you'll work with Tim to uh, organize prizes. Work with me. <laughs> and Tim's, uh, Tim's the meter man. If I will be handling shipping personally. And this is a U.S. only contest. We cannot support international shipping. I am sorry. We're still working. Uh, with other sponsors to try and get some international uh, contests going. So don't worry. We're, we're thinking about everyone here. So we are. We are. All right. Are you ready? Is everyone ready? I'm ready. <laughs> yeah. Are you and me queued up in the chat properly? Is Theo Jones with the come on? Yeah. The last comment. That All right. Well, let's, let's get it done. Let's go start off with question number one, please. Question number one up now. What year? Did Verizon launch its Go90 video service? Again, oh, what year did Verizon launch its Go90 video service? <laughs> we, we just talked about it. And I see Bertzer with the correct answer of 2015. I see Bertzer as well. Bertzer Fantastic. 2015. Congratulations, Bertzer. Correct answer of 2015 to question number one. And again, um, I will throw in my email address at the end of the uh, trivia, so make sure you email me, and we'll get your prizes sorted out and all that. And uh, But until then, let's, let's go ahead and start off with question number two. Question number two up now. What was the name of Google's popular messaging service that preceded Hangouts? Again, what was the name of Google's popular messaging service that preceded Hangouts? And there are kind of two answers for this one, but I will accept both. I'm seeing Nightfly with the correct answer of talk, aka Google Talk. Yep, got right, Nightfly with talk. Google Chat, fantastic Nightfly. Google Talk, Google Chat. Yeah, yeah, I would have accepted all of that. Um, congratulations, chat. yeah, you just won yourself a sweet, sweet meter smart meat thermometer. I love giving out prizes, man. Especially prizes too. that I love. Yeah. Actually, I've loved all the prizes we've given out. But there's something about meter that's really got me stoked. Like, <laughs> once people want, get this thing in their I life, I need to probably buy a meter. So I can I'm gonna don't even worry about it. Like whenever your birthday is coming, you just let me know. I'm gonna I'm gonna gift you a meter. <laughs> that's smart awesome. Meter. That's awesome. Yeah. 
Until then, let's go ahead and go with question number three, please. All right, question number three up now. Samsung only made one Droid-branded phone, launched in 2011. What was it called? Samsung only made one Droid-branded phone, phone, launched in 2011. <laughs> what was it called? I'm seeing Damien. Damien. With the correct answer of the charge. That is correct. The droid charge the from droid 2011. Charge. Ooh. Ooh. That phone just makes me cringe. It was so <laughs> plasticky. I'm pretty sure you could have. It was the first foldable Samsung phone, I think. Actually, we took the back off of it and you could fold the back. Like it was such a thin piece of plastic. You just fold it in half. The droid that charge. Was a bad phone, Samsung. <laughs> bad yeah. phone. Damien with the win there. Damien, congratulations. You won yourself a super sweet meter smooth <laughs> meter smooth smart thermometer. <laughs> That's what you got. All right, let's go with uh, question number four, please. All right, question number four up now. Here's a toughie. What was the Oppo phone that launched with Cyanogen Mod? Again, what was the Oppo phone that launched with Cyanogen Mod? So. Back in the day, Oppo partnered with Cyanogen Mod to release this phone. And, uh, oh, Ben Jacobs in the chat with ben the correct answer of Oppo N1. You know, I'll be completely Oppo honest. N1. I didn't think anyone was going to get this. I thought it was too hard. But no, the Oppo N1. That's a tricky one. Yeah, it had a, it was giant. I think it had a six inch display or something, which was obviously huge at the time uh, with big old bezels. But it had this camera that twisted forward to back. Like the rear camera was the selfie camera. You said to flip it over and it had Cyanogen mod. Yeah. It was one of their yep. first phones, I think. Oppo N1, man. Unbelievable. Yeah. Ben Jacobs, congratulations. You Good want job. yourself a sweet meter smart meat thermometer. <laughs> Great job, Ben. Good job, Ben. God, the Oppo N1. I think I unboxed it and then never touched it, it again. I do have it somewhere yeah. in a box. And it came with all these accessories and stuff, like a special okay. case, I think. It was it was kind of fancy. That was right around the time when Cyanogen said they were going to, I, I believe it was like, have, shoot Google in the head or something like that. I think it was, or, yeah, shortly after that, I think they were going to they were gonna take Google out. In good the job, Cyanogen. Where are they at now? So oh, weird. Yeah. It's too bad. <laughs> all right. Let's finish it off with question number five, please. Question number five up now. This could be another toughie. Which Galaxy Note device was the first to feature a metal frame? Which Galaxy Note device was the first to feature a metal frame? Uh, I'm seeing Joel, Joel Joel Hardman with the correct answer of the Galaxy Note 4. It was number four, yep. Fantastic. The Note 3, they had metallic, like, cheesy plastic. border, and then it had the faux, like, plastic back that was supposed to be leather and stitching. And then the 4, they actually went metal frame. And it was just after there was, like, that small, weird Samsung phone. It was, like, a tiny little guy. It wasn't a Galaxy S. It was, like, an Al- it was like the Galaxy Alpha, I think was what it was called. Oh, that yeah, was, like, yeah, their yeah. first metal frame. And then the Note 4 dropped right after that and had a metal. And it was painted, too. Like, the white one had kind of, like, a white paint on the metal and stuff. Yeah, it was a nice the, phone. The, the Note 3 was super cringy. The Note 3 was super cringy. I think it's all been cringy. downhill after the Note 2, honestly. <laughs> Note 2 was, like, the best phone ever. <laughs> yeah, Note 4. All right, so who won that? That was Joel, Joel okay. Hardman, all right. I do believe. Congrats, Joel. Congratulations to all of our winners. So what? I, what's going to happen, this is a very important part. Don't shut the stream down. 
I'm going to put my email address in the chat, at which point you will take that email address, send me an email, and say, hey, I'm the winner. I will confirm all of your identities, and then I will get your meter smart meat thermometer shipped out to you. Now, also, there's two parts to this. If you did not win a meter smart meat thermometer, don't feel bad for yourself. I've already talked about how awesome it is. Just go out and buy one yourself. You can go to meter.com. They're only $69. If you if you do barbecue <laughs> a lot of meats and stuff, I think it's totally worth it. So check it out, meter.com. 69 bucks. That's not bad. Kevin said he was going to buy one, but I'm not going to let him. I'm, I'm going to buy you one myself. All right. Birthday present. Appreciate that. Later. All right. So, yeah, Tim, I don't know if he actually dropped his email in the chat, but he's going to right now. I'm doing so right now. <laughs> so if you if you did win, email chat or email Tim right now. You'll, <laughs> email you'll, chat. You'll that yeah. There we uh, go. Otherwise, I think that's pretty much it. It's kind of a lengthy show. Sorry about the uh, delay. We just we we had to quick switch up at the end, but I think it worked out. Although Tim can't see me, so. No, I can't. It was so. It was totally <laughs> fine. Hearing you is totally fine because if I could see you, I could see that you may have to uh, take a movement or something. Like this is true. One this is true. You probably don't want to look at me having to run to the toilet. Uh, all, all right, that. cool. Um, <laughs> thanks again, Sergey, for the uh, super chat, and also the other guy who did not want to be acknowledged. Thanks for the super chat as well. Really appreciate that support. Uh, easy. Fourth of July next week, middle of the week. We will be off Wednesday for that. Uh, potentially have a show at the end of the week as well. And uh, I think that's about it. You got anything else you want to talk about? Uh, no, I hope everyone has a pleasant and safe weekend. And shout out to everyone who joined us live. And thank you so much. I love it. It's so much fun. Thanks a lot, guys. We will uh, see you next week. Enjoy life. Peace. Peace.